tiny bit of that. Now on the line we should have Lewis Dunn from the Doctor Who parody. Any suggestions, Doctor? Hi Lewis, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Hello. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, so the show is called Any Suggestions, Doctor, and it's an improv, so do tell us about it. Sure thing. So what it is, is that uh, basically we take your audience suggestions of anywhere in space and time that you want to go, we get an episode title and we make up a completely brand new episode of Doctor Who, the BBC uh, sci-fi drama. Um, and we can go anywhere in space and time. And it might be a little bit sillier than a normal episode, uh, but it's enormous fun. And, uh, it, we, you know, we, we can do absolutely anything you want. We're making up the whole thing live on stage in front of you. Uh, and we do it alongside a live radiophonic workshop that improvises a soundtrack and sound effects alongside us. Wow. Now, I must admit, that sounds frightening because you haven't got any lines. I mean, there's, there's six of you in the team, isn't there? But you really don't know what's going to come up and just the audience shout out ideas and, and, and you have to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, this is one of the things that makes it so fun is that every single show we do is completely different and completely made up on the spot. So everything that's happening is just as much a surprise to us as it is to the audience. Um, but it's something that, you know, we, we train uh, how to do this. We've been doing improv for gosh, nearly a decade now. And it's, it's just the case that we've got this technique and this method that we all work together to make up completely new stories. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's enormous fun. It's really fun and funny, but it's also sometimes quite exciting. Uh, we've done uh, some improvised episodes that have even been a, bit, a little bit scary because, of course, Doctor Who, uh, while being a sci-fi show, is also sort of secretly quite a scary show as well. Oh, yeah, it's got to be, absolutely. You've got to have people hiding behind the sofa. Not in on theatre, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> hiding behind their parents, I hope. Um, I, saw, I watched some of your little videos on the, uh, the website, Planet of the Jelly Babies. I love that idea. That is wonderful, that one. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's, it's quite fun doing the show, because obviously Planet of the Jelly Babies is a wonderfully silly concept. It's the kind of, kind of ridiculous thing that we can get given and get asked to do and so on. Um, but also, that's, that's, of course, a classic Doctor Who reference to Jelly Baby. That's something that's sort of from Tom Baker's era. So we, we always try and marry this idea of we're trying to do something really fun and silly and original. But we do have, you know, over 50 years worth of Doctor Who villains and uh, characters to, to sort of pull on and use to make things sort of fun and interesting for the audience. Right, so, so when you start, is the first thing sort of like, give me a planet, give me a location. What's the, what's the first question? So the first thing that we do is you say we've got a cast of six. So the yeah. first thing that we do is we all run out and we say to the audience, we're going to choose who out of the cast is going to be playing the Doctor. Because, of course, the thing about the Doctor is they can be anyone. They can have any face. Uh, they can, you know, appear to be yeah. uh, anyone that's been. So we come out and we say we're going to do that. We roll uh, a big dice to determine who's going to be the Doctor because we like to do it uh, to make it completely random. So nobody knows who's going to be picked until we're, we're on stage <laughs> and we roll that dice. Then after that, we go, right, we have the TARDIS. We can go anywhere in space and time. So we've had suggestions in the past that range from uh, things like uh, we've had the source mines of Heinz 57. Uh, we've had the Medusa Cascade, you know, these, these big sci-fi concepts. And sometimes, and it happens more often than you'd think, we get suggestions like B&Q and Sainsbury's. And we have to take these locations <laughs> and go, right, that's where we're going. That's where the adventure is. Because, of course, the great thing about Doctor Who is, it can do either, you know. There's so many different um, episodes set across so many different places that range from these huge, bizarre locations 
right down to just, you know, outside someone's house. It can be that simple, that, that straightforward. Um, and then the final thing that we do is we get an, an episode title. Um, yeah. this is sort of, this is, again, we ask the audience to do this. We just get them to shout out and we pick one that, uh, that sort of comes across that we like the sound of. Uh, and again, the episode titles tend to have nothing to do with where the episode is set. Uh, <laughs> meaning that part of the sort of the trick of it, part of the fun of it is how are we going to make these two ideas connect? How are we going to take, you know, the vampire masquerade and tie that to B and Q? How's that going to work? Yeah, I see what you mean. So, yeah. And now, I, I guess you get real family mix, real mixes in the in the audience. You get little kids and, and long term Doctor Who fans and, and all sorts of people in the audience. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, we, we've we've had uh, obviously we get we, we fully encourage families. It is a family friendly show. We don't we don't do any rude bits um, because we obviously know kids can be in the audience. So please, please, if you're listening, you've got families, be reassured that we are family friendly. But yeah, we I mean we've had people turn up in full blown Doctor Who cosplay. We're oh, sort wow. of looking at there going like, wow, they're better dressed than us. How are we going to, you know, <laughs> got to convince them that we're, we're the big Doctor Who guys, that we know what we're doing. So, you know, it's a lot of fun. And the thing as well, I think one of the things that's very good about Doctor Who as a franchise to do this with is that even though you do have these hardcore fans that know everything and can turn the whole thing inside out and tell you every single reference, part of the fun of Doctor Who is that it isn't completely bound to that kind of, like, it doesn't have to be completely accurate to the, the story so far. We can have fun with it. We can run off and go into strange places with it. And the fans love that. The fans love seeing new ideas in this show. Yeah. What's the, the, best, the best suggestion that you've had, do you reckon, from someone? Was it Planet of the Jelly Babies or something else? I think Source Minds of Heinz 57 was one that we really loved. Well, actually, no, we had one that was excellent that I really loved, which was we had an episode set inside of the Time Vortex, which meant that every scene... We were going to a completely new time period. So every single scene, we were jumping forward throughout history and going somewhere else. And it was a chase between the Doctor and the Master uh, to get control of time. That was the a master. really, really fun episode. Yes, yeah. Oh, the Master's a great standby for us. The Master's a fantastic villain to play because you just get to be so big and arch and, like, malevolent. It's really evil. fun to just walk on stage clapping, going, ah, Doctor, my evil skeeve has come your way. It's always great fun. <laughs> And, of course, he can look like anybody as well and turn up any time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, there's Fantastic. so many characters that have turned out to be the master later on. Now, you've, you've done this at the Edinburgh Fringe, Fringe. Is that where this, this idea came from, or was that just part of your tour? So, it was originally we, we all did improvised comedy together um, at university. And we were basically going, we finished university, and we went, look, we've all done this for years what's a good idea for a show? And we thought Doctor Who would be perfect because of that, you can go anywhere in space and time. It's a really excellent way to get an audience to sort of, you know, tell you what they want and be really big and silly with it, but also something they'll recognise, something they'll know and like. So we, we did that, and I think it was in 2016, we took the show out to the Fringe, and that was sort of the first place we ever did it. It was at uh, the Great Yorkshire Fringe, actually, before Edinburgh. And just it, it, it's just been a cascading success, really. You know, we started with just going... I will just do a small little show at a fringe. And now we're doing it every year. We're on tour. Um, and it, it, it's just gone from strength to strength, really. Fantastic. Now, when I was a kid, I remember John Pertwee as being the doc, but mostly Tom Baker, because he did it for years and years and years. He did about six or seven series, didn't he, Tom Baker? Yes, yeah, he's the longest serving doctor, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. And then the reboot, 
was 2005, Christopher Eccleston. He was very good. I always thought he was too intense. He's trying too hard to be a top-quality actor, and it didn't work so well. But, you know, he was good. And then David Tennant. David Tennant I loved. He was brilliant. And Jodie Whittaker. I thought Jodie Whittaker Whittaker did a fantastic job. Shame she's dropping out, but um, who knows what we're going to get next. I know. This is one of the things that's kind of exciting. It kind of has that, you know, uh, it has that appeal of part of the fun of Doctor Who is, is that it it is always going to change. You know, the main actor is going to change, the companions are going to change, the people writing it are going to change. It's one of these shows that sort of survived because it knows that if it stays the same, it won't be able to keep going. And so what started off originally as they originally recast the Doctor because um, the original actor, uh, the poor William guy, Hartnell. basically... William Hartnell, yeah, poor guy couldn't, couldn't keep up with his lines. So they're like, oh, we'll just swap him out. And just They came up with this idea of regeneration. And, and it's, it's formed the backbone of the show, really. It's why the show can, you know, it can get to the Sylvester McCoy era, sort of die out for a while, but then be revived. Because what is Doctor Who if, if it's go anywhere in space and time? It's a show that can do anything. Yeah, it sounds great. I love the idea of people turning up in full costume and everything <laughs> back with their sonic screwdrivers and all that. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Right, so now you're doing, you're doing one, of the, one of the dates is in Surrey. So where's that one? So we're going to be in Crawley on the uh, 19th, I think it is. Yeah, 19th. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're uh, up there. Um, I should say, if you want to come to that gig, um, do, do get on the, uh, the website now. We are very nearly sold out for that gig. There's only a few tickets left, so please do uh, rush to the website. It sounds like a lot of fun for you. Uh, otherwise, we have got a few of the tour dates around the place. Uh, you can go to anysuggestionsimprov.co.uk to see what tour dates are available. Anysuggestions.improv.co.uk Yeah. Cool. And the one in Crawley, I think, is Parkwood Theatres. Well, parkwoodtheatres.co.uk slash the Hawth, H-A-W-T-H. I don't know what that is, but I assume that's the name of the place. Yeah, yeah, Crawley. Charles, Louise, Harry, Matthew and James. You'll be in Crawley on the 19th of Feb and you've no idea where you'll be going <laughs> in the TARDIS. Who will be meeting? What the master will look like? Anything. Right, so if you're out there listening and it sounds fun, make sure you turn up in full costume. If you've got a Dalek costume, <laughs> take your Dalek costume. <laughs> you, do, you do bring your Dalek costume. Do make sure uh, to, to be noticed when you thinking that you're one of the things for the venue. <laughs> Oh, sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful. I hope, I hope you have a fantastic time, Lewis, and the audience has a fantastic time, wherever you end up visiting, of course. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Nice to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Radio.